morning, everybody. Hope you guys are doing well. This is second try to this. Uh, I'm just swapped around the internet um, source on my computer, and I'm super excited. Happy Monday and um, uh, start of summer was yesterday. However, here in Melbourne, uh, we're freezing like penguins. Um, it's only like 12, 13 degrees at the moment, and um, summer seems to be nowhere, nowhere in sight, although I think it's going to warm up towards the end of the week. Hope you all had a wonderful weekend. Good morning, Glennis. Great to see you on the call. And uh, guys, today we're going to wrap up this series of three uh, lives over three Mondays that we needed to spread it over in terms of discussing the various stages that your business goes through and the actions that you should be taking at each uh, of those stages. And we covered off in the first two parts the infancy or the startup stage of the business and what you should be focusing on in there. Then um, the end of that first part and all of last week was all about the um, the adolescent stage and the, um, the stage where you're growing. Um, and today we're going to cover off stage three and four being the adulthood phase or the scalability phase where your business is between 200000 and $2 million and then the contribution of all the wisdom stage, which is beyond $2 million. So we're going to go through each of the actions you should be doing in all, uh, in all of those last two stages. But before I do that, let me just do my... A little share across in the groups that this goes out to as well and um, and that way everyone gets access to it and um, yeah and I hope you guys have a planned a beautiful uh, festive season I don't know about you guys but we have been a started off all party event season and um, we've gone already to two parties and I think I've got another three or four this week uh, in the lead up of um, of going to the US for a white Christmas, which for us is happening next Tuesday. We're flying out um, and spending three weeks up until New Year's Eve in, um, um, oh, I'm putting in the wrong group. So I'm talking and trying to do stuff all at the same time. Um, but yeah, this week we're just getting ready, wrapping things up over here. And, and then off we go to the, here we go, start. Oh, start a watch party. I'm gonna start, I'm gonna try to do that. <laughs> Um, all right, start. All right, let's have a look at how this works. I've never done a watch party before. Okay, well there you go. Oh, it's gonna uh, it's gonna go on from my uh, from my other computer as well. So let's see how all of that um, works. All right, so uh, we're gonna talk about the uh, scalability and the adulthood phase and what you should be doing. Um, and then also the contribution and the wisdom phase. Do comment if my internet seems patchy or I seem not to be coming through, um, um, you know, clear. But um, I think some of this stuff is actually, I'm going to shut some of this stuff down. Everything is slowing down. I don't know what is going on at the moment. So I'm just going to focus on this one computer right in front of me. All right. So scalability and adulthood phase. So we talked about, I'm going to summarize, startup phase, and infancy phase was between zero and um, $25,000. Then your growth phase was between $25,000 to $200,000 in revenue in your business. And now we're going to talk about the $200,000 to $2 million uh, scalability of, uh, or uh, adulthood uh, stage of your business and things that you should be doing um, in, in that particular stage. Now, as I said in the previous two weeks, if you do want to have my notes, 
which I've got here two pages worth of dot points and bullet points. I'm happy to um, send them across, just private message me and I'll cut and paste um, the document into you so you can then go through everything I've spoken about, especially if you're just joining us for the third week in a row and kind of we're jumping straight into the high level uh, strategies that you should be doing in your business if you're at that stage. So you've made 200,000, now you're wanting to get your business to the seven figure level. What are the kind of things and actions should you be doing? Well, the very first thing is to continue refining and learning the value of um, um, and how to do high energy, high value sales and actually to start um, be, uh, well, to start, if you haven't been already, you should have been, but to get comfortable with increasing your prices and talking about the value equation over the time for money equation. So a lot of the time people get stuck in this mindset of, um, you know, oh, this is how much I'm worth per hour. Um, you know, in your package you get blah, 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 which is, um, you know, X amount. And they're talking about time for money, time for money, time for money. At this stage we're talking about uh, packaging yourself up in a way of um, selling value uh, in terms of what would that mean for the person if you were to solve their problem and how quickly you can do it rather than you know what what you're charging per minute or per hour so you're moving away from a time for money to more of a packaged uh, um, way of working with people I actually my business even from the very beginning we were told um, um, you know, uh, in your coaching packages, when you present to people, um, you know, put unlimited coaching in um, the one-on-one -on -one section, like if you have a table of value. And a lot of people were, and even I tell new, uh, sorry, coaches right now to do the same thing um, because I actually took on that advice and I did it. And people often said, aren't you scared that, you know, people are just going to use and abuse your time and they're going to call you every five minutes of the day because they have got unlimited coaching. But really, it's not how it happens. Um, you know, if you pre-frame how the relationship generally should evolve, let's say, look, we're going to catch up once a week, only for about an hour or so. Um, and then, you know, the first few, few months and then after that we might do once a fortnight. If you pre-frame how the relationship is going to unfold, generally people stick to, the, stick to those rules. But you always leave the door open so that if they need you as an emergency or outside of that scheduled time that you have, then certainly that you would help them and assist them. And I have never in the years that I offered unlimited coaching in my packages experienced anyone using an abuse and not sort of working around the, the structure that I had set, um, set in place. The same thing works now, even nowadays in our business, you know, in our package and program, we don't necessarily have hourly times for mentoring and coaching our clients. It can ca happen quite randomly as needed. However, what um, uh, we have got a schedule to our session before their um, a retreat attendance, which is compulsory because you need to get them ready properly. But then after that, we say, look, you, whatever you need to use um, and whatever questions you need uh, and whatever time we need to spend with you, whether it's overcoming some mindset blocks, whether it's talking structure, whether it's talking strategy later on about leveraging a book, just pick up the phone and schedule a, um, a, a time and we'll work through it. And at the end of the day, we see the same thing. Some of our clients need us more and they need more hand-holding and nurturing and support and other people literally sometimes don't even need us in, uh, at all outside of the official part of what the program is. So don't be scared to uh, sell what you do packaged up in a way that it's high value. 
because value is not a calculation. Value is a feeling, okay? Do people feel that they're getting, um, you know, 10 times more than what they've invested in from what you, um, you know, for, for what your package in your program is? Um, okay, so let's move on. Uh, so yeah, work on your shadows and switch from transactional aspect of your behavior to high value being um, uh, within your business. So that's that's kind of the official dot point on my sheet here. Join venture partnerships. So this uh, point of your business, you should have some um, negotiation power or uh, way to barter. You know who you have your list, your your database. You know, um, you know who you refer people to. Who's got your ideal clients, so that there can be that cross promotional aspect, because that's where um, someone else has done the hard work of nurturing, building up rapport um, with their community, and vice versa. You have done the same thing. So when you come together and you introduce to uh, each other to to those to each other's communities, that those communities obviously know, like, and trust you and you know that you're putting them in someone's hands, safe hands, and vice versa. Yeah, you know, other people are doing the same thing for you, which means you have just saved yourself um, gazillions of hours of uh, needing to get to know people, people having to get to know you, you're kind of being endorsed by other people. So joint venture partnerships is where you're truly scaling because you're using the power of numbers and uh, the power of relationship people uh, building through other people who are people in influ of influence in a similar niche, obviously not in competition with yours, but complementary to your clients. It's really, really important to always be putting the feelers out there of who's got your ideal client and how can you build those relationships with those people so it really comes powerful here and th at this stage is where you know you start doing more sophisticated product product launches you know series of videos and um, uh, numbers of landing pages pre-warming uh, pre 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 launch like you know there's a whole series of more sophisticated ways that you get people to uh, the destination of working with you um, learning to rise price points which already we covered off um, add-on and upsells to existing products so what else do you have in your business that is, um, you know, that would benefit your clients to um, to move to the next level? I'm seeing myself uh, very glitchy here at this uh, at this, and hope I'm not coming through that way. But it looks like I'm a robot, and I'm just moving very, very slowly from one side to the other. All right, online programs. Um, this is where you're starting to, if you really want to scale your business, you need to um, start replacing yourself out of the equation of um, having to always be there to deliver the product program service. And this is at this stage where we, you're potentially starting to hire other people to do some of the things that you get taken away from doing the most important things in the business. So, um, so online programs are a way of producing passive income by delivering your same system to people who perhaps, you know, either can't afford to work with you at the highest level or they want to just dip their toe in the water. So it's kind of that in-between um, step to them deciding, yeah, actually, I want to do this properly and uh, do their full program, which often happens within our business when we travel around people, um, you know, um, who are not quite ready to take the whole leap or they haven't figured out how to do it. They'll start off at the online program and more than half of those we seek and progress uh, to do our full um, full retreat program and high-end uh, way. So there has to be some kind of um, 
a way to be able to um, offer people those next steps um, and th this way you're capturing people at different stages of their journey and how much of you, uh, of you they want and, and not want. Of course online programs can come in earlier stages of your business but until you've really refined and um, understand what your system is and you have got a very systematic uh, way of delivering the solution to your clients generally that this is why the online program um, uh, bit is actually spoken about more at the scalability stage all right so next one in the scalability or adulthood phase of your business is um, leading by results and testimonials so make sure even from the very beginning of your um, of um, uh, you starting your business, that you're collecting your testimonials, that you're you're talking about your results, your you know what are people getting as a result of working with you, and that you're constantly asking. Even to this point, um, Stuart often asks me at the end of our retreat. You know, we collect. Um, uh, testimonials on the experience when people have got their books in hand we're doing now author series interviews to talk about well what's happening right now what was your experience like you know what would you say to people that you know um, are, are thinking about for us it's writing their first book and what does it mean and all that kind of stuff so um, the more of those things that um, you collect uh, he says don't we have enough of this stuff but I said you can never have enough because your uh, your credibility then stacks on from one thing um, to the other and then you also get to cherry pick which, which ones are the most powerful because not every single person is going to have uh, give you the most glowing uh, well-structured testimonials but if you collect as many as you possibly can you'll pick out the ones where people say the things that you you want you know you would like to heard say said um, about your program good morning well and great to have you on the call um, so um, so yeah so so uh, collect testimonials and lead by example by showing those testimonials and those results. So it's so much easier we can, when you can stand up in a room in front of people and you say, here's the people that I have helped, this is what the results are, the testimonials, media, or, I mean all of that kind of stuff, that, what are the things that have happened in, uh, their, in, their, in their lives or businesses as a result of them working with, with you before and afters, all that kind of stuff worked really well. So start collecting them, ask every single person because you never know where, where you're going to get that really awesome one. And you can actually um, coach or um, ask for certain things like, you know, could you, you know, this is how you would go about um, saying the testimony and you're never saying anything to people to say something that's not true. Uh, you just want them, you know, sometimes people don't know how to give a testimonial and you want to, um, you know, coach them through it to say this is, this is how to start, middle, finish and all that kind of stuff and then say all the things that you want to say. Okay, next one, guys. Greater investment in credibility and marketing. So this is where you really have to uh, start taking risks and testing a lot of different um, marketing um, uh, ways of uh, generating leads and uh, new clients into your business because that's going to be obviously the bloodline of the business, which makes it sustainable and scalable. Yeah. So scalability, you know, cannot happen if it's just you on the ground continuing just to network and um, speak at events, you know, all that kind of stuff that you're doing in the earlier two stages. You're really kind of spending a lot of time relationship building. This is where you're probably going to move towards um, 
Facebook advertising and ways of paid marketing that you want to uh, hire experts to do for you because that's where you can then, because you already know what you stand for, how you communicate it, how you solve it for people. You have that confidence. You've built it up. You've got the results. You've got the testimonials. This is now all of the stuff that you're going to plug in into whether it's your websites, your landing pages, um, you know, how you nurture and communicate to brand new people who've never heard from you from a bar of soap. So this is this is this is the thing in the first two stages, and this is what I saw and experienced in my own business. Is a lot of the time when I found clients or leads or prospects, they were all within my circle. I kind of knew of them. Um, you know, it wasn't kind of something completely out of you know out of the blue. Someone who's never heard of me. Usually, they've, we've had multiple touch points. But at the scalability phase, you're turning up. And you are doing your stuff in front of people who have never heard from you from a bar of soap. So nowadays, as we travel around Australia next year, we're going to be doing another US tour. When I walk into those rooms, 99.9% um, .9 of people uh, uh, have not heard from me. The 